At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, um, welcome to Wine Wednesday for Future Riches podcast. Today I'm not drinking wine though, just sparkling water. So tonight we're going to talk about traditional IRAs to follow up what we talked about last week. We talked about uh, Roth IRAs and so I thought, and we, we had some questions on it, great next uh, follow up for last week's Wednesday is the traditional IRA which is basically the sibling of the Roth IRA. The Roth IRA is definitely, I would say, gets talked about more and is the more popular one. The traditional IRA has great features as well. Um, it all just depends on your situation. But essentially, the traditional IRA is your the pre-tax option, meaning you are getting your tax break today, now, um, and therefore you will not be getting a tax break in the future. And the reason um, that you might do the traditional IRA is that you anticipate you're going to be in a lower bracket in retirement. Now, the hard part with all of this, um, which is why when people say, well, what's the right option? It's really hard to predict um, because it depends on your tax situation today, which we know, but we just don't know exactly where you're going to be in retirement. And we also don't know what the tax code is going to be then. Um, I would say more than likely taxes go up, um, but it's possible that there's uh, tax breaks in the future. So it's just really hard to know, um, which is why it's a very personal decision. And for everyone making the decision, I always advise you consult um, either a financial professional or a tax professional to determine which one is going to be in your best option. But tonight, I want to just go through some of the highlights of the traditional IRA. So the contribution level, if you're under the age of 50, is going to be $6,000. And then if you're over 50, you get a, what's called a catch-up contribution. So you can do an additional $1,000. Um, so you get to do $7,000 for the year. The difference with the IRAs, both Roth and, and traditional, is you get to make your contribution up until your tax vet, uh, filing deadline. So for this year, it's been extended till May 17th. 
uh, so you have extra time to make it. Um, but you can make your 2020 contribution all the way up until we're getting closer, but May 17th of this year, um, which is a nice feature of both the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA that you get to make your prior year contributions this year. So if you didn't have the money last year, you can still contribute based on last year as long as you meet the parameters. So the contribution amount for under 50 is going to be $6,000. Um, now, this is the part that I feel like never really gets discussed uh, um, in real life. People just breeze over. You can do traditional, you can do Roth. So what we talked about last week with the Roth is there's income limits with whether or not you're eligible. So with the traditional IRA, there's also um, eligibility for whether or not it can be deducted. Now, I can't see any of you, but I would guess that most people don't know that. Uh, we have a lot of people that make that mistake. They make IRA um, contributions and it's not eligible for the tax deduction. That's really the incentive for doing the traditional IRA is to get that tax break today, but you have to be eligible to get your tax break today. Um, so what it comes down to is if you are covered or if you're married filing joint and your spouse is covered by a work plan, it depends on your income um, as to whether or not you can deduct that IRA. And that is something that we see a lot of people make a mistake where they make a traditional IRA contribution and then they also maxed out their work plan and then they made too much money. And so then one thing you can do is you could then leave the money in the IRA, but it's considered non-deductible dollars, meaning it's after tax. I don't really like non-deductible IRAs. Um, I don't want to get too far in the, into the weeds on that. I just want to talk mainly about traditional IRA. But if you don't, if you're not eligible for the deduction, then it becomes a non-deductible IRA. And that's like, I would like to call that like the evil step-sibling of the traditional is the non-deductible IRA. I'm not a big fan of them. Um, but in general, so for your single modified adjusted gross income, if you're covered by a work plan, um, for 2020, you have to make uh, 65000 or less. And then for 2021, it's 66000 So they gave you an extra $1,000 for 2021. For married filing joint, obviously the limitation is higher. So you can uh, make a deductible, meaning you get the tax break today, IRA contribution uh, in 2020 if you make less than 104000 or for 2021 of 105000 and less, and you can get the full um, deduction. So I think that's an important part about the traditional IRA that no one talks about is whether or not it's deductible. So it's all based on income. And the reason why is the IRA, which stands for individual retirement account, is meant to be another way for you to fund your retirement. So basically what the government is saying here is if you're covered at work and you're, you know, you have a work plan that you can max out at 19,500, um, and you're making money, they want to kind of limit the tax breaks you're getting. So if you're over those modified adjusted gross incomes, you can't take the deduction for the traditional IRA. So therefore, you're probably just better off in your work plan. And then hopefully there's more bells and whistles on your work plan if you need to increase your savings ratio. The other thing that I feel like no one talks about with the traditional IRA is that um, traditional IRAs and all tax deferred accounts, because that's what it is. So you put the money in, you get the tax break. The investments grow tax-deferred, meaning you can pay the taxes later. It's not tax-free. Um, is that at the age of 72, you have what's called RMD, which stands for Required Mandatory Distributions. And they just changed the age. It used to be 70 and a half. It's now age 72. And that's when the government, um, the federal government, mandates that you start taking distributions. 
it's not a lot initially. I think it works out to be just under 4%. They obviously don't give you a percentage. They give you a factor table, um, which if you're like bored this weekend, you can look up the factor table. Um, it's on the IRS's website, but it's a factor. It works out to be a little under 4% is your first um, percentage amount that you're going to be distributing from your IRA. But the IRA is tax deferred, and so you have to start taking distributions at 72. And if you take anything out of the traditional IRA before the age of 59 and a half, you pay a 10% penalty. Um, and there's exceptions to pulling out um, from your traditional IRA if you need to without penalty. So you still are going to owe tax, right? Because if you got the deduction, you've never paid tax. So you can pull money out of it and pay tax. And you can waive the 59 and a half 10% penalty if you meet the exceptions. And so some of the exceptions are higher education expenses, first time home um, purchases for $10,000, medical expenses in excess of 7.5% uh, of AGI, total and permanent disability. Um, and then this is interesting. This came about with the SECURE Act of uh, 2019. You get up to $5,000 in the year, so for the, I think it's a full year after you have a child or you adopt a child. And then I think I mentioned this last week with uh, the Roth IRA as well. There's always way to, ways to get at your money um, as long as you know what the rules are. So for instance, if you're a government employee, you can retire at 55 and so you're below that 59 and a half, that magic number that you don't have to pay the 10% penalty. So you can take what's called equally and substantial payments and it, I believe it's a 72T, and you file paperwork, there's rules around it, but essentially, if you're a government employee or you're able to retire at age 50 and you wanna start taking distributions from your IRA, um, you can do that, um, so just keep that in mind. But generally speaking, those are the exceptions to uh, not pay the under 59 and a half penalty. And then generally speaking, the way the account works is you take the tax break today, as long as you're underneath those modified adjusted gross income levels and not covered by a work plan. And then the earnings and that money grows tax deferred, not tax free, until uh, you take it out. And then mandatory distributions start at age 72. Um, and then we had a couple questions. So this is a great question. And I, I guess I just always assumed everybody knew this, but the question was, how do you move an IRA? So the example is I have one at a local bank in a CD that just keeps rolling. So bank CDs, you can, you can move it. So the way you move an IRA, Roth or traditional, is the best way to do it is a direct rollover. And so if you just think about it, you go from one institution to another institution. So institution A, and this is institution B. So it just rolls directly over. And the key is um, that it's not made out to you directly. So typically when they're going to move an IRA from institution A to institution B, they make out the check. So let's say institution B. So it says made out institution B, FBO, which stands for for the benefit of, and I'll just my name, Barbara Ginty. And so therefore I could never endorse the check because it's not actually in my name. It's, a, it's made out to institution B, FBO, Barbara Ginty. And so therefore that's not a taxable transaction because it's made out from institution to institution and that's how it moves. Um, and that's called a direct rollover. And you can do that all day, every day. There's no limit. It, it's a bunch of paperwork, which is a pain, but you can do it. So if you have it at a bank and you want to move it to an investment company, you can take it from the bank and you can roll it over to the investment company. 
um, and vice versa. You could take money from an investment company and move it into a bank. You can do it however you like to do it. Um, I will say there's another rule. It's called the um, 60 day rollover rule. The government, which I think is a good thing, uh, limits that to one time a year. And the reason why is it's causing so many problems and um, it's kind of a headache. And so basically what they say is you can, and this is more with work plans, you can move money out of a work plan. They withhold 20% for taxes because it's mandatory with a work plan. And then you have to put the full amount back within 60 days. And so the trick with 60 days is obviously we all know the calendar. So some some months have 31 days, which means if you thought in your head 60 days is two months, you could run into the mistake of being one day too late, um, and then it's treated as a full distribution. So the best way to move an IRA is to do a direct rollover. Um, and this kind of goes in line with it, but um, some of the questions were around what happens um, with a 401k when you leave a job. And so I'm gonna talk about that or 403b when you leave a job, we got both questions. The reason I wanna talk about that is because if you move a work plan and it was tr it was pre-tax money, meaning you got a tax break on it for either your, your 403b or for a 401k, and you decide that you wanna move those monies into your IRA to aggregate accounts or for whatever reason, those are like kind transactions. So there is that's once again, you would do a direct rollover and there's no tax. So a traditional IRA is basically the individual retirement account, like your own personal retirement account that would be the equivalent tax wise of a 401k or 403b when you're using the traditional options in those vehicles. Is everyone with me on that? So if you're, if you're moving, leaving a company, you want to take your money with you and it's a 403b or 401k and you took the tax break, that would then move into a traditional IRA. And the way that you would move it would be by doing a direct rollover. So I think that covers all of the, I think, key features of your traditional IRA. So what it's known for is it's your own individual plan, not, not sponsored or put on by a company. It's for any individual. It is a tax break today. Um, it's tax deferred, meaning while it's growing, so from the time you start it until whenever you take it out, we'll say in your 80s, no taxes are due. The tax deductible part of it, meaning the tax break today, is based on whether or not you or your spouse are covered by a work plan and how much income you have. The key, the ages to remember are at 59 and a half, you can start after that age, you can start taking money without a 10% penalty. And then at age 72, you have to start taking what's called required minimum distributions, which are mandated by the federal government. And essentially, they're just tired of waiting for their tax money. So once you take the distribution and pay them their taxes, you can do whatever you want with the money and reinvest it. So that's all I have for you tonight for the traditional IRA. Thanks for joining our Wine Wednesday. And uh, we will be posting about our next topic for next week. So if you would have anything you would like to discuss or you want the details on, let us know and uh, we'll probably do it next week or the week after. Thanks for joining. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, 
engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.